You're listening to The Happy Hour Effect, episode number 28. And if you have to sell yourself or a product or a service for your job, your stress could be hurting you more than you think. Listen now to find out how to fix it. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Happy Hour Effect podcast. I am Kristen Brown, the host, and you are listening to episode number 28, Stress Less for Sales Success. Now, when you say the word sales, a lot of people think of the stereotypical slick guy, the, hey, schmoozing you into buying something that you don't need or that you don't want, right? But sales today is something we all do. No matter what job you're in, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're in a relationship, you have to sell yourself all the time. And whether that means you're literally selling yourself so people believe what you say, or whether you're selling a widget or you know some sort of product or service, we're always selling something and when you change the word from sales to relationship building, you know, it's all the same thing. It's really about putting yourself out there and creating a relationship with someone so that they want to invest in, in spending time with you or spending money with you. And when you're stressed out, this directly impacts how well you do at sales. Because think about it, you know, if you're crabby or you're cranky, you're anxious, you're tired, you have low energy, or you're just generally just ugh, feeling stressed think about how you act and behave in your body language. It's usually not great. And that directly impacts how people perceive you and whether they do want to hang out with you, spend time with you, spend money with you or not. So today I really want to focus on how you can improve your stress levels in relation to how you're selling yourself. And, you know, this ties right back to personal branding, which I talk about a lot as well. So that's what we're going to focus on today. Now, if you want to learn about anything that I mentioned during the show, any links, and just get a quick overview of what the show's about, just head on over to the show notes, happyhoureffect.com. Click on podcast, and all the episodes are right there. This is number 28, Stress Less for Sales Success. And let me know what you think of the website. I redesigned it. It's a little bit fresher, a little bit cleaner. So let me know what you think. I'd love your feedback on it. And I also want to take a quick moment to thank our show sponsor, AwesomeBox, O-S-O-M-B-O-X.com, AwesomeBox. And what that means is out of sight, out of mind. And if you listen to my last show, you heard me talk about the importance of disconnecting from technology to help minimize your stress. And AwesomeBox was started by two guys that saw the pain in their own families. Their kids were coming up to them and saying, hey, dad, hey, dad. And they were on their phones and they would say, just a second, just a second. And that second one turned into minutes and sometimes hours. And they could see that with their wives and they were seeing it with their friends. And they said, you know, this is really a problem. And it was a, it's a problem that we all have. And so they started to figure out how to create a solution for that. And so they developed Awesome Box. It's a cool little leather box that you put your phone in. It's padded for to protect your phone, and it's also sound dampening, and there's an opening in the back so you can charge your phone while it's in the box. And the purpose is that when you're spending time with human beings, other people that you love and that you respect and that you want to respect their time and show them how important they are to you, that you put your phone in the, in the box so that you start to get in the habit of saying, okay, I'm prioritizing people over my phone screen right now, even if it's for just a few minutes, right? Because we're spending 90 minutes or more on average a day on our phones. 
And that means over half of us are spending more than 90 minutes a day on our phone. And I've been guilty of this. And so we really need to help fix this problem now. And Awesome Box is doing a great job. These guys are just amazing. They've got a Kickstarter going now, and it would be really, really appreciated if you'd run over there, give them some funding, because this is an important movement that they're starting, and they've been getting a lot of media coverage and been doing a lot of podcast interviews. So go check them out, support them, and and really support the movement for yourself, because all of our loved ones really deserve our full attention. The people at work that we hang out with, our friends, our family, we should prioritize them over what's happening on a screen, because that's real life when you're with human beings, right? It's not happening on your screen. So go check them out, awesomebox.com, O-S-O-M-B-O-X.com, and thanks to them for sponsoring the show. All right, let's jump into it. This is all about talking about stressing less for sales success, right? We mentioned that already. I want to kind of get you grounded because a lot of people say, well, I don't have to do any sales. I don't have to sell myself. So I want to just kind of run through like some of the basic categories of jobs and just remind you that you indeed are a salesperson no matter what you do. So say you're in the healthcare field, you're a doctor, you're a nurse, you're a lab worker. You have to sell yourself to the patient so that they trust you to care for them, so that they're willing to share their health background with you. So you're always selling yourself and creating that relationship. Maybe you're a teacher. You're selling yourself to your students so that they pay attention to you, so they respect you, so that they engage with you, right? You're you're an attorney, or you're a financial planner, you're an insurance guy, you're an accountant. You've got a service that you sell in a really competitive marketplace, usually for those types of industries, right? Sales are critical, and sales there is all based on relationships because you're selling an identical service to someone else, probably right down the street. So it's all about creating the stories and that and that connection with people. So if you're in those kind of industries, you're you're selling, right, all the time. And of course, there's the traditional salespeople, people selling cars, selling real estate, B2B, maybe you're selling chemicals to companies that use your chemicals for their product, or you're selling parts for automotive industry. That's true selling. You have to know how to create the relationship to show the value of your product and how to solve the pain, right? What about if you're a spa worker, you work at a salon or a gym, or you're a personal trainer, or you have a wellness clinic? Well, there, you're selling yourself too, because not only do you have to sell yourself against all the other people and places that do that, but you have to sell confidence. You have to sell someone on the fact that they're going to be confident and healthy, beautiful, feel great. So you're selling there as well. Maybe you're in IT, you're an engineer, you're a scientist. Why would you have to sell there? Well, there, you're selling ideas. You think about a scientist in the lab, and he discovers something amazing. He has to go sell that idea to improve the world, right? If you're an IT or engineer, you have to sell your ideas to improve the companies that you work with. How about direct sales? Well, the word sales is right in there. Direct sales, like you sell Mary Kay or jewelry or health supplements or something. You're selling identical products as your fellow salespeople on the same sales team. If you sell Mary Kay, there's tens of thousands of other Mary Kay direct sales consultants in the world. So how do you differentiate so that people want to buy their makeup from you and not the woman across the street that sells an identical product? You are selling hardcore there. How about if you're an author or a speaker or a coach or an expert or a consultant or a blogger? Well, there you want people to hang out with you directly. You want them to read your books, read your blog, come and see you on stage, invest in you as a coach. So you're truly selling yourself there probably more than anywhere because you need to get people to want to invest their time, which is our most precious asset, right? So there it's really important. 
Of course, there's all the customer service industries, flight attendants, restaurant servers, bartenders, clerks in stores. You're the face of the company. You better be selling yourself so that you can sell the company or you will not have that job for very long. And then there's the more non-traditional ways that you are selling. How about as a parent or as a friend or as a loved one or as a spouse? You have to sell yourself all the time so that these important people in your life trust you, so that they think that you're credible and and that they're respectful and you're respectful back and that you're likable and that they want to be with you and that they feel like they're valued by you. These That's the most important way that you sell yourself. And then, of course, at work, just as a colleague of others, or whether you're a boss or whether you're an employee trying to get a promotion, you're selling yourself there. You have to sell yourself on your credibility, on your skills, on your experience, on the way that you help the company so that you can get those promotions, so you can make more money, so that you can get the jobs that you want, so that you can have coworkers that trust you and want to do work projects with you, right? So, you know, those are just some of the big big buckets of ways of different types of jobs that we have, and in every single one of them it's critical that you sell yourself in the best way possible. And when you don't bring your best self to work, when you let stress take you down, when you let it impact your mood, when you get agitated, when you let it take you down so much that you're getting sick more often, nobody's going to want to be around you. They're not going to trust you. They're not going to want to hang out with you. And if you're in a sales role where it directly impacts your income, they're not going to want to invest in you and it's going to hurt your financial situation. So today what I want to do is give you five ways that you can boost your selling success by stressing less and really creating that personal brand that bolsters you as someone that your prospects want to hang out with, okay? So the first thing that you need to do when you're thinking about being a more successful salesperson is honestly assessing yourself because a lot of us think, well, I'm great, everybody loves me. But when you step back and take a look at it, you may have some issues. You may be a know-it-all. You may be super type A. You may be kind of a micromanager. You might be someone who annoys the heck out of people. And it's hard to admit that about ourselves and sometimes even see it because people aren't willing to just tell you that stuff, right? So that means you have to really step back and say, okay, how am I putting myself out into the world? What? How are people relating to me? And that can help you determine whether you're annoying, whether you're a jerk, whether you're someone that, you know, empowers people, makes people feel good. And a good way to de- to determine that and how you are putting yourself out there is how you think people are treating you. If you think people around you are jerks, chances are you are being a jerk. If you think people around you are happy and they're treating you great and they're treating you well, chances are you're pretty happy and you're a positive person that people want to be around. So do some of that. Also take a look at your social media posts, your emails, your conversations that you've had with people one-on-one over the last couple weeks. And look at those and look at the the mood that you're creating. So if you're on Facebook and you're complaining all the time, or every time you see your coworkers it's just like, da 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 and you're complaining about something or gossiping or you're just sort of negative in general, chances are you've got some work to do to really honestly assess areas of your personality and your presence that could be impacting your sales ability. On the other hand, if you are positive, you're light, bright, and polite on social media, people love to hang out with you, people are asking you to lunch all the time, you're already in a good spot, okay? So that's number one, is just being honest with yourself and saying, you know, not everybody's perfect, and I know I'm not either, 
So where are some areas that I could improve and what are my best areas that I should maybe showcase and and make shine a little bit more? Number two, how about your physical presence? How do you look? How do you behave? What's your body language? What kind of clothing are you wearing? Do you look modern? Do you look clean? Do you smell good? Do you not have too much cologne or perfume on? All of those things that you bring into a space will directly impact how much people want to hang out with you and how you pull yourself together can be directly impacted by stress. You know, if you wake up in the morning and you're just feeling cranky, you've got too much to do, you know you don't have enough time to do it all and you just kind of throw yourself together, put on some wrinkly thing that was laying on the floor, just pull yourself into the office, you're late, you know, you're just, you have kind of crabby body language, that's going to directly impact how people perceive you. They are not going to want to hang out. They are not going to want to do business. They are not going to talk well about you, and they're not going to create buzz or repeat business if you're pulling that kind of stuff in your physical presence. So that's number two. Number three, your attitude and energy. Are you happy to be there? Are you happy to be in the sales call? Are you happy to be at work? Are you anxious to talk to someone? Are you bringing joy and positivity into a conversation? Are you a good listener? This one's really, really key. Do you step back and let people talk about themselves so that it's not just you sucking all the energy from the conversation? Do people want to be with you over and over again? Do they want to say, hey, yeah, let's meet again next week. Oh, let's, I can't, looking forward to our next meeting. Or are they kind of in and out like, oh, we did it. Goodbye. See you. We're done. So look at that and really determine, you know, what kind of energy are you bringing into the space? And, you know, it's interesting because when I was back in corporate America, there were jobs that I had that I loved where I brought great energy to the room and I was really positive. And there were jobs where I know, looking back, I sucked to be around. I would I would come to work and I was so cranky and didn't want to be there. And that showed in, in the level of sales I was able to make. And it hurt me, you know, when I was back in corporate America. Today, I know that as an author and as a speaker and a consultant that, the energy I bring, even to this podcast, directly determines if you want to listen again. If I came here and I was like, ah, negative and monotone voice, and you could tell that I just didn't even want to be talking to you, you wouldn't listen again, would you? But hopefully, because I have a lot of repeat listeners and a lot of people give me great feedback, I think I give bring pretty good energy to the, to the space. And my attitude's great, and you can't see me, but Most of the time when I go to a networking event, I shouldn't say most of the time, every time I go to a networking event or a speaking gig, I make sure that my physical presence, the way I look, the way I'm behaving, my body language, the way I smell, you know, what I do with my hair all emulates who I want people to see me as and so that they want to hang out with me. So number three, attitude and energy. Number four, this one's kind of basic, but are you likable? You know, some people can be nice and they can look okay, but there's just something about them that makes them not likable. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. You know, there's people out there that you may hang out with, but they're just kind of a jerk. Maybe they treat servers poorly or they cut people off or they're just, they just aren't a, a super nice versus someone who's really a friend who makes people feel good about themselves. How about someone who's really trustworthy? You know that if you talk to them about something, it's like a safe. It's not coming out of there. Versus people that you feel like are kind of fake. You would never really trust them with, you know, any kind of secrets or anything like that. How about those people 
when they're likable than being fun. Really, they just always bring life to a party, life to a room, versus people that are just kind of boring, like, eh, it was kind of a dud night, that really didn't do much for me, or, uh, well, they were in a meeting, but, you know, nothing really came out of it. So fun versus boring. And, you know, we always know when someone is like that. You know, I mentioned the social media and being honest with yourself, but also looking at other people. You know, what are they posting? And are those the people that you want to be hanging out with to lift you up so that you can be more likable? Because you become like the five people you spend the most time with. So if you're hanging out with other Debbie Downers, people that are negative, chances are you are that way as well. Just naturally, by the way humans are, in in becoming like the people we spend the most time with. So switch who your circles are, and you will naturally become more likable. So that's number four. Number five, this one is important. The most important part of sales is connection. You need to ensure that everybody that you're hanging hanging out with, whether it's a customer, a prospect, a colleague, a kid, someone that you meet at a restaurant, anyone that you're making a connection with them on a level where you're both feeling energized. And this really often starts out with you making it about them instead of you just yammering on about yourself. Because as humans, we love talking about ourselves. It's like when you ask someone about themselves and they just can go on for hours. Do that at first and eventually, hopefully, if it's the right kind of person that you really truly are meant to connect with, whether it's personally or professionally, it will come back to you. Because we do like to talk about ourselves, but make it about them first. The second part of connection is stories. What stories can you tell that make you likable, that make you interesting, that make you credible, that make you someone that they say, wow, that person, they get it, man. I want to be, I want to be around them and I want to buy from them. What are your stories? How about respect and credibility? How are you respecting the other person and how are they respecting you back? And how are you demonstrating that you're a credible person to help them feel more respected? And then how about memorability? When you're memorable, people remember you. I mean, obviously, that's like the stupidest statement ever, right? When you're memorable, people remember you, obviously. But what we mean here is that you have to create a memorable interaction so that people will remember you. Because you can go and meet someone for a meeting and a month later they'll be like, I have no idea who this person is that you're talking about if someone asked about you. You don't want that to happen. You don't want to have them think that, oh yeah, I don't know who this is that's reaching out to me when you've already met or connected once. So you have to be sure that every time you connect with someone that you're creating a memorable connection. So that could be through your stories. It could be through, you know, a funny joke that you told. It could be through some way that you made the person feel great about themselves. And, you know, never stop at that one outreach. Just because the first time you got a no or the first time didn't work out or maybe you were stressed that first time and so you didn't bring your best self, try again. Because, yeah, first impressions are important, but go more, go big or go home because it sometimes takes the third, fourth, sixth, seventh, tenth, eleventh, twelfth try before you will get a yes when it comes to sales. And if you're a great salesperson, you know that and you get used to rejection and you get used to knowing that it takes time and it takes cultivation of those relationships to make progress, especially if you're selling something that's maybe high ticket, costs money, takes time, things like that. So I'm going to review those really quickly. Some ways to boost your selling success, all directly impacted by your stress levels. Number one is honestly assessing yourself. Number two is your physical presence. Number three is your attitude and energy. 
Number four is your likability. And number five is your connection and memorability. Now, I've mentioned it already, but the best way to impact everything we just talked about really is to manage your stress, to build a solid personal brand, and to be someone that people want to be around, both at work and at home. And, you know, stress and the way that you manage it is really critical to everything that happens in your life because it just is such a ripple effect between work and life. And your personal brand, you know, a lot of people say, well, what does that even mean? And your personal brand is really just all of those elements that you put out there to prove that you're credible, likable, relevant, and you're a thought leader in your industry and that people want to hang out with you. So it can be things like your stories. It can be your professional expertise, your personal expertise, the way you carry yourself, the way you market yourself, the things that you put out into the world to show that you know what the heck you're talking about. So maybe that's writing or articles or you have a podcast. So making sure that you're really managing your stress, you're building that solid personal brand can really help improve your sales and help you long-term just with your financial success, your relationships, and your general happiness. Because when you're doing well at work and making money and, and creating solid a solid career path, man, it feels pretty good, doesn't it? Makes makes it a lot easier to, to feel good about where your life is headed. So thanks a lot for listening today with Stress Less for Sales Success tips. And if you loved the episode and you like the show in general, I'd love it if you'd give me some love on iTunes. Just head on over there subscribe, give it a five-star review. And again, if you want the show notes, anything that I've mentioned during the show, including Awesome Box, our show sponsor, osombox.com, just head over to the show notes, happyhoureffect.com. Click on podcasts. And this is episode number 28, Stress Less for Sales Success. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kristen Brown. This is the Happy Hour Effect Podcast. We will see you next time. Mm -hmm.